See this? This is my boomstick. Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. It's funny how I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, no, yes. Let's just pray I yes. have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I still You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my gosh. And we're back. Is it is it true? It's true. Really? Wow. We're here. It's been a month. Yes. Yes, it has. Yeah. We're ashamed of that as usual, but apparently that's not going to change. Yes. We, we we thrive under shame. Yeah. Well. So. But luckily, we have a date. We do. With Destiny. Or Mal. Same thing. Yeah. February. Is that like his stripper name now? We'll just call Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I have a cousin named Destiny. Do you really? I do. Wow. Yeah. Wait. First of all, who are you? I'm Promy. I'm a man with no name, and, and I have a cousin named Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> and what does Destiny do for a living? She's like an attorney or like a no, brain surgeon, she, isn't she? I don't think she's much of anything. Okay. Yeah. But but she, a normal person. She's not. She doesn't work in the adult trade, though. No. 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 My my cousin and his wife had gotten a divorce. After many years of marriage, and then they got back together, and she got pregnant, so they named the child Destiny. Because it was destined it was to be. De- yeah, exactly. Wow. So, anyway, how have you been? Haven't seen you in a month. Um, okay, haven't heard you in a month. I know. Yeah. Well, we're, we've been around. Oh, that's what we started to say. We have a date. That's right, we have a date. <laughs> wow, apparently we also have ADD. Yeah, that shiny thing. Yeah. Um, so Mal's coming back on February 26th. 26. Yeah. Yep. And come hell or high water. It, well, yeah, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we finally have a date. He's coming back and we're looking forward to it. You'll we'll hear from him later in the show. Yes, yes. Uh, we are basically doing a, to explain what's going on. We're doing a kind of an introduction here. We're going to do a brief little segment and then go to a music break because we got some new music from Korea that Mao has supplied us with. Then we have about a half-hour show of Mao, and we'll come back to close out the show with a little few of our thoughts on the world as it stands today. Since we have a month to catch up on. Yeah, so uh, it'll be a very a very fast-paced show when we come back because we got tons of tons of material. Yeah. Are we are we actually talking now? Or are we just yeah, going right? Yeah, we'll them? talk now. We'll so talk a little bit. That way we don't go right into the music break. You know. Oh yeah, that's true. So I'm I'm excited. You and Mimi Bun got three, three DSs, DSs for yes. Christmas. Woohoo! That was the big. Uh, I have something <clears throat> to play with. <laughs> <laughs> that was the big uh, controversy because we both were pretty sure the other one had gotten us one, but we weren't positive. And, and I knew both of you had gotten it. And, for the uh, other one. <laughs> I was pretty sure when I told you that I wrapped, I went to wrap her present and I went to put it under the tree and I noticed a box the exact same shape. <laughs> so I picked it up and it was like the same weight and I went back and wrapped <laughs> that one like three more times and then put it in another box and wrapped it twice and then put it in another box and wrapped <laughs> it three times. Well, you didn't tell me what, what happened with that. Well, uh, Oh, oh, okay. The original plan she was probably was she probably knew that that was coming at some point in one of her gifts. 
because that's a, a you move. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what I was it was it was a toss up between getting her that or the Kindle Fire back earlier in the year, mm-hmm. much much earlier. Like I pre-ordered the Fire back in September when it was announced, but it didn't ship until November. Wow. So. I went with that one because she she was talking a lot about it, and I had a feeling she was going to buy one before before we got. You know, that's the thing is, is I start thinking about Christmas really early, and I start thinking about gifts and stuff really early. Uh-huh. She was not yet in the Christmas mindset. She was talking about wanting one, um, and you know, like the their Harvest Moon or something like that was coming out, and she wanted. Wait, it for, which are we talking about? We're talking about the 3ds. 3ds. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought we were still on the Kindle. This was back in September. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, I'm not going to get that. I'll just get her the other thing because I have a feeling she'll probably end up buying that, you know, in October or something. Right. You know, before, before what you would consider the, the holiday season for... So. That was always my move. Yeah. I always ended up buying things that I wanted before, right before Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Well, I wanted it. <laughs> so, uh, so I pre-ordered that for her. And then as the holiday got closer and she didn't get one, I thought, hmm... So, I, there was a deal on Black Friday where I got it bundled with Mario 3D, or Super Mario Land 3D. Yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, so, I, I went for it, and I decided, you know, that I had talked about both of them, and she kept talking about the, the 3DS, so I decided that that would be the surprise gift. Uh-huh. I, so, I would build everything up, I would, you know, my original goal was to have her open everything and get the Kindle Fire, because we were doing Christmas at her family's house. Uh-huh. And... She'd be like all kind of like, oh, that's nice, but a little disappointed because she was pretty sure I was getting her the 3DS and then I was going to give it to her at home. Right. But we kind of got into an argument. Uh, On Christmas? Yeah. It had, uh, there was, it was just, you know, family stuff and having to drive and dealing with things. We were we had just gotten into a, a little bit of a tiff because we were going to do something on Christmas Eve and then she didn't want to do it and then... There was this whole issue. Oh wow, I forgot uh, the, I, the whole issue of a stray cat that we picked up, and there's this. There was a whole big thing. Oh wow, it's been, there's been a lot of stuff that happened between oh, now and the last show. Yeah, we picked up a stray cat in a parking lot. Wait, do you want to finish the story before you move on? I'm not going to talk much about that one. I'm just. Gonna, oh, okay. We picked up a stray cat in a parking lot, and it was like uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a stray. It was very very comfortable around us. We didn't want to leave it there because it was definitely afraid of the cars and it was in kind of a dangerous area. But we took it home and we aren't actually allowed to have cats <laughs> where mm. we were in the condo and um, we do have another luckily, cat. Luckily, I was going to say, luckily the one you have now doesn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had to keep this one separated and it hadn't been, he he was still very much a he, uh-huh. but it was a kitten. It was a young one. And... Um, I think it had some Siamese in it, but we had to keep it in the bathroom. And the reason I say the Siamese is if you've ever been around a Siamese, they, can, they can make a lot of noise. And when you put them in an echo chamber like a tile bathroom, <laughs> uh, so whenever you were in there with him, he was fine. But when he left, he'd start crying. And she's like, just leave him. He'll go to sleep. And what would happen is he'd get quiet for about 20 minutes and then start in again for like another half hour and then quiet Long for enough like for you minutes. to go to sleep. Yeah. And, and then, then wake you up. And uh, there was a whole big issue about what we were going to do with them, and we were kind of fighting over that, and we finally got that resolved for the most part, I think. But um, we just took him to a Chinese restaurant. But uh, That's wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. We <laughs> fed him well at the Chinese restaurant, and then we oh. him to find a home. But uh, it's cannibalism. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, so things, this was, this was all right on Christmas Eve that, all this this happened, and um, so things were like a little tense, and 
I don't, I'm trying to remember how our gift giving worked. Oh, we we ended up uh, there was a misunderstanding. She went up to Brooksville for to her family's first, and I was taking my mom up there, and I thought. And she had me bring the presents, but I didn't understand what she wanted me to do was to bring everything. I thought originally our plan was was that we were going to open our own stuff on Christmas morning uh-huh. and then go up there because, you know, we have nicer stuff for each other and we don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you bought me something expensive. You bought me something expensive. Oh, you're my brother-in-law gets a... <laughs> a brother-in-law gift. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, because we, things were all tense and we were being pissy with each other, we didn't do it in the morning. And gotcha. I was supposed to bring all of our stuff up there, and I didn't understand that, so I left our stuff. <laughs> and by the time we got home, it was like one in the morning. Yeah, so so much for that. Then. Yeah, so we op- so we opened everything up at once, and then you know we I had that stuff in the other room with little tags on them that said Santa with a 3ds and some games for it. Uh huh. And in the, the fire, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "Are you just dis- are you happy with everything?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and she got me a 3ds, and I'm like, "Well, I was gonna get you a 3ds, but you kept talking about it, and I was afraid that you were gonna buy one on your own." And she's like, well, I, I think I probably will. Maybe this week I may go out and get one. And I'm like, well, Santa has some gifts for you. <laughs> so uh, I went into the other room and got them. But, yeah, we both have them. She has a, a red one. I have a blue one. Mine stopped. Mine, the the hinge on it got got really, really loose in the first couple of days I had it. So I had to go exchange it. But, wow. Uh, but new one's been working great. Well, that's good. And, uh, yeah, and we've been doing the street pass thing. Which is when both of them are in range, or when two are in range, range with each other, and of course, if it's turned on, which yeah. ours are, they'll exchange information, and you, like in one of the games that comes with the unit, it's a, like an RPG, and each time you meet someone, the same person, I should say, each time you meet them, it levels up their character. Mm-hmm. So right now, between... You, me, and Mimi Bun, I think we're all at, like, level six seven, or seven. seven. We should yeah. be, yeah. Because so. you two have had no problems syncing up. It's you and me that's been yeah, such it's, a it, go. Yeah, it's been weird. It's like sometimes, in one day, we had it work three times. Yeah. Twice at work, and once you had it work mm-hmm. last night. Yeah. So, three times in one day, and then other days, not at all. Yeah. So. But you and her, you know, just you can be in the same zip code, and it'll connect yeah. somehow. But, but it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's a cool thing. Yeah, and there's like a little puzzle swap thing. I mean, they're basic stuff, but it's thrown in stuff. You know, and it's thrown in there so that you want, want to keep it with you. Yeah. And take it with you. Which is smart. Yeah. And, you know, one of the funny things is, you know, they, they had a huge price drop. They went from 259 or $269 down to... Uh, 169 No, it was... $170 total. No. 200, it was, okay, no, I guess it was 249 to 169 It was, because yeah. I know it was like an 80 Yeah, that drop. sounds right. That sounds yeah. right. And, you know, I think they've just done a horrible job marketing it, because once I got it, like all, like, like it came with the, it didn't just come with the power plug, it came with the little docking cradle Which thing, is very cool. Which there's no mention of anywhere, you no. know, that I saw. And it comes with games preloaded on it. Quite I mean, a few. They're not, they're not amazing games, but they're fun games. Yeah. Um, enough that you could, another, enough that if a kid got this under the Christmas tree without a game, exactly, it would still be fun. Unlike exactly. other things like the PlayStation Portable, because her nephew actually got a PlayStation Portable for Christmas. <laughs> Tell me he got no games. He got it. no games. Ah! That's just wrong. And then they were, they thought he was gonna, they were gonna, they thought they could download a game for it, but yeah. it doesn't come with any kind of a memory card. <sighs> you have to buy that. That's sad. 
So that's like getting a game. Well, back in our day, like getting a toy and not getting the batteries. batteries. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they assumed they could just buy a game online with it, right? They, because they looked and they saw the PlayStation Three that there's an online section for the PlayStation Portable too. Uh huh. They didn't know you had to buy the memory stick separately, and it, because it's Sony, it's the memory stick thing, which means it's the expensive. You know, it's theirs specifically for that. Thing. Yeah, for their uh, stuff. So. They tried going to Walgreens to get one, and of course, like a two gigabyte one was like fifty dollars. Oh, uh, Walgreens being the only place open on Christmas, you know? Did they? No, oh. they didn't buy it. They got the next day, but it was so sad though because he that kept is. he kept showing everybody his his thing, and all you could do is like connect to the internet. <laughs> he just kept showing it, like, "Hey, look what I got!" Like, like wanting to just show everybody. Could like, have just shown you the it box. Turn, it turns on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but no, the but the 3DS comes with those games. It comes with the, the, the little virtual reality games things. You can mm-hmm. take the 3D pictures. There's like all this stuff to do with it the moment you get it. Yeah, and a lot, and they don't really advertise any of that. Uh uh-uh. uh I think they could have probably sold more at the 250 price point if people realized, you know, what it that what you get for that. Plus, it came with a two gigabyte card. You know, right? Oh yeah, SD it did, card. didn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and not to mention, you can't play it anywhere. And I'm I'm guessing those those safety warnings that we don't look at may can't play what anywhere? Like none of the stores have demos of it anywhere. Oh yeah yeah yeah, you're right. So the only way that I ever saw it was when you got it, and when you saw it before getting it, it was an employee's at GameStop. Right, he had it in his pocket. Otherwise, you know, and it, it seems like if you're selling something that's 3D. You want people to see it and be impressed. Because otherwise, all you're doing is saying it's 3D. You can't show that on a video exactly. on a 2D TV. So it's like, what the hell is And all thinking? promos say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, 2D, 2D image of 3D yeah. something. Picture. So it's like, what the hell? And I understand you have to hold it at a specific angle to see the 3D, which if somebody doesn't understand that, that might turn them off to it. Mm-hmm. And setting it up like the clamshell things they had for the DSs might be a little tricky that way because you can't really adjust for the height of the people playing to make sure oh, they're seeing true. it at the right angle. And there may be some safety issues with young children using it because the, I think it said the 3D under vision, a certain age you shouldn't. The 3D, the stereoscopic 3D type of stuff can cause problems in, in very young children. Really? Yeah, like migraines and stuff. Oh, um, but, I, I, if, but we, I, if I ever actually read the stuff in that 3D warning on the in the uh, the turn it on, yeah, the, the one we hid. It, yeah, it probably there's parental that. controls in there, well, and I think you can just like kill disable the 3D it for even even regardless of what the slider that makes sense says. I think you can disable it. So. But still, we did we did talk about the unit itself, mm. the 3DS, not anything else. We did talk about that on a couple of shows, so we won't, won't go into all that here. But uh, but Mao did send us both emails saying, so how's Mario Kart? Yes, and Mario Kart is, is great. great. It is a fun game. The best thing I can say about Mario Kart three, uh, seven on the 3DS is, is that it plays exactly like Mario Kart, whatever it was. <laughs> Mario Kart for the DS. Mario Mario Kart DS. No, this is the only one that had a a number. It plays the exact same. The graphics are upgraded, and the you know you've got a few more power ups, and Mm -hmm. of course new courses. But really, all we needed to be 
absolutely thrilled was more courses. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, play exactly like that one. It's and a we shame they wait so long. I mean, I get it. Yeah, we want people to really want it, but five years. Yeah, that is crazy. A little too long. And they had it for the Wii, but the Wii was more of a. I don't. I. I. I, I liked the Mario Kart on the Wii, but to be honest, it it wasn't as fun to me. It just was not quite as fun as it was on the DS. I don't know if that's because of the the fact that you group play with a split screen or only online. I think that's exactly what I was going to say. Or if it was the way the controls were, because I know they were I know they were trying to go for a wider audience with the Wii games, you know, making it more appealing to a larger market rather than just gamers. Right. So I don't know if they made the controls a little the controls were maybe a little bit easier going with the the motion stuff, but I liked I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Loved loved it on the Wii. This is definitely very fun. So just as fun. And my hope, I, I don't. They probably won't do it, but it would be awesome if they actually released like extra content on the uh, for download from the from the store. I don't think they're going to do that because it doesn't look like they've done anything like that yet no. on the on the three on anything. Yeah, but um, but having having experienced that now on the uh, the Xbox and on the PS3, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like the idea that. You buy a game and it came out yesterday, and you go home and there's already download content because that means it wasn't ready. Well, it means it probably was ready, and they just wanted to sell it to you. Like a couple oh, things, oh, like a couple oh, things we've you. noticed was is there was one game we had something for. When you do the download content, uh-huh. the download is like 150 kilobytes, but it's like three extra levels, which oh. means those levels were actually already on the disc. You were just paying to unlock them, you know. So you paid sixty dollars for a game, and then you paid like another ten dollars to unlock something. Holy that crap. was on the game you bought, you know. That, yeah, that's wrong. But uh, if you're gonna pull that, at least wait a couple of months and make me think it's new. <laughs> well, the what's great about these is that, of course, all new courses, and yeah. they they retrofitted the some of the old courses for water and air. Yeah. And it doesn't come up too often, but it's fun. And it's probably when it does, it's it's neat. I you know I find myself wishing there was more of it, but I guess that's probably the idea. You know, you you yeah. rather have people wishing there was more than like, oh, you killed the game with this stupid hang gliding stuff. Why don't you call it Mario? You know, triathlon, triathlon or something because it's underwater yeah. and flying. And so that that's probably the good mix. And I noticed like they. They 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 didn't bring the motorcycles over from the Wii one, no. which, which is okay. Yeah, I mean, it didn't need it. No, it, I mean that was the gimmick with with the motion. Yeah, was that you, you could do the you, know, you would the, the wheelie shake, and you would shake the controller and you'd you'd do a wheelie, wheelie like get a you little said. speed boost. But this didn't need it. Yeah, this one you can turn on the motion control. I think I may have said this on the last show. I don't know. I don't know if I had. Yeah, I did have it back then. Um, back then, a month ago, <laughs> way um, back, because we the last show was on the thirteenth, and that came out on the fourth. Yeah. So yeah, we did talk about it, um, but not since you had it. Yeah. But it does have the motion, and you know, instead of using the the control pad to move, you tilt the thing left. You tilt the whole DS left and right, but it screws with the three D vision. Yeah, because you, you have to. It has to be. Perfectly, you have to be looking horizontal. right on it, or else, the, yeah, or else it goes all wonky. You know. Anyway, but uh, great fun stuff. If it's something you've been, even been remotely thinking about, go to GameStop and make the employee show you theirs. Yeah, really. Or just take our word for it. Or if you know us, come up to one of us because uh, 
And Mal, hopefully you're listening to this. I think I just got the clincher as to why you will want to buy one. Zen Pinball. Ah, yeah. I saw that today in the, the online, the download store. And I said, here's the clincher. Now, I wonder if it's in 3D. Cause that's something it is. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I got the Mario versus Donkey Kong March of the Minis again. Yeah. And I was disappointed when I got it and it wasn't in 3D. And then I realized, uh, oh, they've got a specific section in there for 3D stuff. Well, and most they'll, of they've even retrofit old games to make them 3D. Yeah, but not all of them. Yeah. Most, and, and a lot of them will have pictures. Pictures and or video. Of the game, so yeah. you can see it before you buy it. And I did. I looked at the video of this. And I may end up getting it myself, just because, I mean, I like pinball. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's got enough funky things within it. Yeah. You know, like like a, a, a tiki god that spits out a ball. And, you oh, know. That, okay, so that, that's like the one on the PS3. I, ha- I actually have it on the PS3. Zen pinball? pinball? Yeah. Oh, okay, then yeah. It's, it's good. It's the it's same good. one. In 3D. In 3D, yeah. <laughs> All right, on that note... We there already? We're actually beyond where we thought wow. we were going to be. We're 20 minutes in. Wow. So um, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a music break. We're going to hear from Midnight Smoke and Drive is the band, and the song we're going to be listening to tonight from them, if I can get this file open, is going to be uh, Moonrise Blues. I thought you were going to say, like, track five. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't realized. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we come back, you're going to get a, a little segment from Mal, followed by another music break and uh, some parting thoughts from the two of us. Speaking of Realize, Realize, our friend Houston has a podcast, and it's Two Dimension Podcast. So if they talk mostly about comic books, so if you want to give them a listen, they, of course, are a friend of the show, and look for them. Uh, you know... To be honest, I'm not sure where they're posting. I know they have the website, twodimensionpodcast.com, so you can find them there for yeah, sure. Yeah, but I'm not they sure if they not tried iTunes, iTunes yet. yet. Huh. But I think they may be on other sites. But anyway, music break. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for shopping. I haven't got a brain.
I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello out there, all of the Dork Nation. I'm just going to start calling you the Dork Nation because I couldn't really think of anything catchy and no one emailed me. So that's what you're going to be called now. Um, this is Mao coming to you from Korea. Cold, cold, insanely cold Korea. So uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to do a complete show again or just do a drop-in segment. And then I figured I would just do the drop-in segment because, um, you know, an hour of me just blathering on is a bit much for anyone to take, including myself. So, <clears throat> first of all, Merry Christmas to everyone. And uh, I should say uh, also happy, have a happy and safe New Year because I'm sure by the time this is posted, it will be New Year or thereabouts. Um, I am... Right in in Korea right now it's uh, December thirty first, twenty eleven, and I am going to be doing nothing for New Year's just as I did nothing for Christmas. I did get a very <coughs> a very generous uh, care package from the Dorks, which really cheered me up for Christmas. Uh, my mother had sent me a little. Um, like Walt Disney Christmas tree in a box. <laughs> it's it's like like you know ten inches tall or eight inches tall and you know it, it was cute. <clears throat> so I was glad for that. But the uh, you know but the dork sent me um, two really cool T-shirts and all kinds of of uh, foodstuffs that you can't find here in Korea. You know uh, like, like beef jerky. Not readily. I mean you can find stuff, but you know uh, beef jerky and um, I. They uh, they sent me a box of Pop-Tarts, and I have to be honest, I forgot Pop-Tarts were a thing until I opened that box, and I was like, huh, Pop-Tarts, I remember those things now, and I just had them for breakfast, so yay for that, and thank you for the Fudge Shop uh, Pop-Tart thing. I did love, um, <clears throat> Mimi Von picked out a very cool t-shirt, um, where it says, like, Aliens Gave My Cat a Beard, and it's very 50s um, B-movie poster style. So I, I love it, you know. Um, I'm hoping when I get home that uh, the Christmas tree will have... Uh, I've been really jonesing for a Arnold is Numero Uno t-shirt. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, what What's happening is... Um, Basically, everything that I've missed is going to be celebrated when I come back home in March. So, like, birthday and Christmas and, like, there's just, like, this big pile of stuff at home gathering, which is great. I mean, I'll be, like, excited. <clears throat> and also, um, I've been buying up, like, a lot of guitar stuff um, from here. Like, like, like um, I was on one of the forums and talking about... Uh, asking how do you get a good deal from a musician's friend because I was looking at a certain amp. And the a manager from a musician's friend emailed me and said, oh, <clears throat> that, that, that uh, Fender, I got a, a Fender 65 Deluxe Reverb Limited Edition. Thing's cool as hell. It's, it's, it's uh, made with the 1965 specs. It's a tube amp. And, um, but it's done in this like wine and, and beige styling. Very, very cool looking, and it's a Fender amp. So I mean, they they, they retail really expensive, and and this guy sent me an e an email, um, and basically saying, look, we're going to discontinue that. I can give you a hell of a deal. 
So I was like, well, okay. I mean, the, the, the deal was a, it was a monster deal. It was like more than $300 off. So I jumped on it. <clears throat> I, I hadn't intended on buying um, an ant until I got back home, but I'm like, well, okay. Uh, you take a deal where you can get it. So that's sitting at home. And um, I was, I actually still like troll like the Craigslist from the area. I don't know. I, I have like things I did every day. I still do every day, even though it makes no sense. You know, like looking at Craigslist from from uh, Tampa Bay area, Pinellas County. So I find this old Tysco guitar for that the that they had for for thirty five dollars. Now I'm an, I love these old junky Japanese guitars. Um, and I like I like working on them. I like some I keep original. Like there's one I have in parts that I'm going to be painting, like a really funky, almost like dolphin colors, but not because I'm a dolphins fan, just because I like that that '60s look, that crazy like orange and and sea foam, you know. So I like playing around with these things, and they do sound very surfy and cool. Well, this lady had it for thirty five bucks. I'm like, oh my god. So I wrote her and said, is it still available? And she said, yeah. And then. I, I so my, I I emailed my parents. My dad actually goes and meets this lady with thirty five dollars. So now there's a guitar sitting at home, and I was writing all these companies asking for pre free picks. Like I, this is like a really weird thing. One of the guitar uh, forums I go on, um, ultimateguitar.com. Some guy started a, a a thread that said like, oh, asking for free picks from Dunlop. And what what happened is, and this this thread was like massive. It went on forever. At first, I'm like, what a cheap idiot. Picks are like, you know, a buck. And then as more and more people are writing and saying, I got free picks too. I got free two picks too. I was like, hey, how comes I don't get free picks? So I started emailing these companies. And then so so these packages start arriving at my house with with all this swag in it. I, sorry, I hate using that word. That, that word has become popular again, and I'm not sure why. And now I want to be hip and with the times. Sorry. Anyway, so there's like this pile of free crap, like where all these companies sent me their picks and sent me their like you know stickers and stuff like that, which is stupid because I have a pick maker. I, I people give me like credit cards and I punch. I have a pick punch that makes uh, guitar picks out of credit cards. So I have like a, a a jar of freaking picks. But that, but because everyone else was getting free ones, I was like, hey, I, I'm, I deserve that too. So uh, I have this pile of like crap at home, you know. So, <sighs> so needless to say, I have like a lot of toys to play with when I get home, uh, which, which will be good because I don't know if I'm gonna have a job when I get home. Um, part of the deal with me coming here, um, I knew that I would be, like, I knew I was giving up security. Okay, this was a trade-off. Um, I was very secure in the job I had, and I actually like—I really liked the job I had. Um, you know, I never really was one to to complain or bitch too much about it. I I didn't I didn't mind it. You know, I I had a lot of different jobs that I liked, in varying degrees. Like some jobs were harder than others, but I always I never felt like bad about it. I kind of felt bad for leaving the job uh, because I gave up a lot of security. But if you don't ever, in my this is my feelings. Like if you don't ever go out and experience stuff, <clears throat> you're just gonna die, you know, without ever seeing anything. So I gave up security and I gave up, you know, a, a good job because I wanted to 
grow as a person. I wanted to see this culture. I wanted to see Japan. I wanted to see Korea. I also wanted to see China, but that didn't happen. Um, look, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that looking back. The people that have gone into China, uh, the other epic teachers, <clears throat> didn't come back with, with too good of a reflection. So, I, you know, I probably will say I should have saw China, like when I'm, you know, going senile and drooling on myself, and I, 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 I remember me being a soldier in Korea or something, whatever happens to my fried brain. I'll probably say I should have seen Korea or China. At this point, I don't really care about it because I'm going to go see Japan again a second time. So, you know, that being said, live and learn. I, I, but I was very, um, I felt it was necessary to 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 see, to take this journey in my life. So, I gave up all that security. <clears throat> there is a point to this. Sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. You know, my mind's going in my old age. So. Now is the part of the of this trip where the stuff I put out in the back burner, the worry and the and the what am I going to do and I hope I can make money and that kind of thing. Now that's coming back. Of course, I have I have 2 months left, you know. January and February is it. February 25th and I'm back on a plane. Originally I was going to go try and help uh in in tsunami relief. But I think I'm not going to do that at the end of the trip. I think I'm just going to come home because I I have come to the conclusion that some dumb foreigner that can't speak Japanese is going to be more of a hindrance than a help. Um, as brutal as that may sound, I really wanted to go do the relief effort for, for the tsunami victims in Japan. Um, my heart lies in Japan. I love Japan very, very much, but <clears throat> that's why I'm not going. Um, I, w I would be more of a pain in the ass than I wouldn't. You know, and that's the, that's the, unfortunately that's the honest truth. So, you know, here I am. I'm I'm going to be getting on a plane. It's February 25th and landing landing at home. Um, the way the time difference is, I'm 14 hours ahead, so I'll probably be landing on like February 25th. You know, like I'm going to be flying for 20 hours, but I'll still be you know that day. So whatever. Um, then I got to start pounding the payment, and that's a scary prospect. Um, <clears throat> my resume is solid. Um, I've always worked very hard. I've always worked. Um, I've every, the places I've worked at, I've stayed for a long time, you know. But in today's market, you know, I might be in retail, blue shirting it. I might, you know, who knows? I don't know where I'm going to land. Um, you know, if if um, I'd be more than happy to return to my to my old job, not in that same capacity, of course, because that's been filled. Uh, I was a supervisor when I left, <clears throat> but who knows? You know, um, I go back to being a widget designer, and that would be just super, because you know, I don't know. So that that has been weighing on my mind already. I'm already starting to look through you know ads uh, back home trying to think of like well when should I start sending resumes even though I'm still in Korea I'll land and go to a, to a darn interview the next day I don't even care you know uh, I'm kind of an aggressive person that, that way where I don't I just do what I have to do so you know hopefully something pans out for me I'm sh I mean I'm sure I'll be okay but eesh, you know I had a great year and I've had I've experienced so much but now it's time to the the, rea the the reality of needing to find a job in the very near future has 
hit me across the back of the head with like a baseball bat. But I digress. Whatever. I'll be all right. So uh, let's see. I have a whole pile. I have like a, this long checklist of uh, things that I wanted to uh, to go over. But I won't get to all of them. I'll just do. I guess the biggest thing, the most the, the most fun, the, the most important thing, was uh, uh, the roller derby the, the roller derby concert. <clears throat> Um, there was a there was a charity event called Picture Our Face here in Dijon, and it was uh, <clears throat> sorry I'm, I'm I'm clearing my throat here. The um in this charity event, I made the posters for it. And I made um, some promotional things just for fun. Uh, I still love doing graphics, so I I, I do them just for fun, you know. And uh, I made the 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 posters for this thing, and it was an all nighter. It was from five p. 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. And um, it was this lineup of nonstop indie and punk bands. Not punk, most... I mean, it was kind of like everything, you know. These are just whatever band shows up can pretty much play. It's probably not that loose, but maybe it is. And the whole thing was hosted by the roller the, the Republic of Korea Roller Derby Team. R-O-K-D. If you're on Facebook, look them up there. It was really cool. So... I made a, a banner for them, just specifically for them, where I put the team and I had them sitting on like a guitar neck and and uh, just it was just kind of a fun thing. Well, when I made this promo thing, I, I printed out two banners out of my pocket, but it, it was pretty cheap. And I gave them one, and I and I went with the intention of having the team sign one for for the for the Dork Studio back home. I wasn't sure how that was going to go because going into these small concerts. You might be able to talk to bands. You might, they might be friendly. They might not. You know, so these are you're dealing with people. You know, so you never know how things are going to go. You never know how crowded or rushed they are. Maybe they didn't want to do the event in the first place. You know, you, so you kind of just figure if it happens, yay. If not, who cares? Well, it turned out that it was a fairly small venue. Not a lot of whole, not a lot of people showed up. It, it wasn't a flop. I mean, enough people came. It was a it was a good time. It was a good night. But it wasn't slammed where where nobody could even you know move. So as I'm going around, I got to meet all these roller derby girls, and they all signed the, the poster, and and you, you you know you like talk to them, you you know who they are, you know you have a beer with them or whatever, you know. So it was a really fun night, and I really um, had a fun great time with them. So uh, and they all signed the poster, and I got um. There's a punk band who I'm crazy about in Korea, uh, Midnight Smoke and Drive. And um, <clears throat> I've talked about them before, and if you listen to my other podcasts, or is it a, what? whatever, it's out there. I'm putting the information out there. I, I, I use them all the time. Um, they, um, I got to talk to them and uh, shared a beer with them, and that was a lot of fun, you know. So... Um, yeah, that was a great time. And then, uh, I, I didn't make it to the 5 a.m., though. Uh, I, I'm getting a little bit too old for that. So that was a, that was really fun. And now, you know what? I'm starting to think, did I talk about that or not? This might be a rerun. Oh, my God, my brain is fried. So th- this week, I'll, I'll, I'll move on. Um, this week, we went to, uh, it was my last week of teaching school. Um, but not my last week of work. I go immediately into two weeks of winter camp, winter English camp, which is, um, 
an hour and a half. Like, like it's two classes. It's three hours long. It's two classes of an hour and a half each, which is a long time for kids that don't care and don't listen. Now, one of the things that's kind of baffling and, and very hard to deal with with this stuff, I kind of assumed that the, the kids doing the um, coming to the to the English camps in the summer, I was like, well, these will be the kids that like English or that want to learn. Not so much. Like, and 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 at one point I went I went over to the co-teacher because these these camps aren't ta- I don't have a co-teacher with this, so this is just the silly foreigner speaking words they don't understand, and then eventually they do something, maybe. So I'm like, why? I went to the co-teacher after the first day or two, and I was like, why are kids that don't care about English in in an English summer camp? <clears throat> I guess it's just a place to be. They just kind of, the parents paid money, and the kids came, and they just screw off. So, generally what I do is I, I plan one event a day, and I just keep throwing random things at them. You know, I do a music video, and they have to critique it. Then I do a word search. Then I do the main activity, which is like usually like, you know, make a pinata or paint paint an art competition like this this camp the winter camp i'm doing a whole lot of just like painting and murals and and team logo design like i'm just uh, it's more of an arts and crafts than it is english you know it's not that i don't want to teach english it's that uh, you know that old phrase you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink there you go. <clears throat> I'm leading many horses to a trough of knowledge that they are not partaking in. So, at that point, you just kind of keep chucking random activities at them until they leave, and then you do it the next day. You know, rinse, la- or lather, rinse, repeat. So I'm looking for. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm looking at that. Then I have one week of conversation class. And here again, this school is kind of, they're just kind of inventing things for me to do, um, which sucks, you know, because <clears throat> so, so now I'm going to have three or four kids and I have to teach them conversation. And I'm like, all right. Uh, and they said, these students are very good, but they, they can't speak. And I'm like, well, how can you be very good at English, but you can't speak? Whatever. So... Then um, then I'm going right from there to Japan for two weeks. And then I come back, and then the schedule is, there's one week of classes yet. And I'm like, what? Yes. Like, the kids go to school. School ends January uh, uh, December 29th. Yay, bye kids. Then there's like four weeks. Then there's one week of school, February, in, like the second week in February. Or third week in February. No, second week in February. There's one week of school. Then it's officially over till March. And I'm like, what? Like, why, what is this doing here? Like, why would this be here? And it just is. And I'm like, okay, um, so I'm teaching class? And they're like, yeah, it's just one week. Now, <clears throat> I know I'm going to be half-assing it. What the hell do you think high school, middle school kids that don't care about studying in the first place are going to be doing? Like, do you think they're going to show up with their books and, and be ready to learn for that week? Or do you think they're just going to kind of show up and just dick off and leave? 
So they're going to be watching the second half of the Simpsons movie. Because I showed them the first half of the Simpsons movie on this last week. And, yep, you know it. <laughs> Sit down, here's the second half, and goodbye, everyone. I'll see you never because I'm getting on a plane. Very interesting, very odd. Um, I'm not sure why... There's a lot of stuff that I'm that I that is confusing. There's a lot of stuff confusing about America. This isn't bash Korea time. There's just a lot of stuff where you go, I don't what? Why would this be like this? You know, like what? Like you don't understand. Like the kids don't leave the school. I'm sure if I go up to the school today, it's Saturday. There's gonna be kids just milling around. And, and like, what are you doing here? They they can't answer you. They don't. They're not doing anything. They're just there. And you're like, well, hmm. <clears throat> it's like Korea is based on like the, the, most of the kids that um, in the gooder good gooder schools. Oh God, most of the kids in the better schools or in the good areas, they do work like met, like fiends. You know, there you hear stories about kids. You know, going to school for 16 hours and then going to a hagwon, then studying and sleeping for 20 minutes, eating breakfast and going back to school. That is a real, that is a reality some places in, in Korea. I'm not in one of those places. But I think the kids have heard those stories, so they think they should just go to school and absorb the knowledge. Like, they're not working and they're not studying. They're just kind of standing around or being dumb. And then you're like, well... Uh, why are you here? You know, uh -huh. and you're like, okay. So I think either the genetics or the DNA, they're supposed to go to school, so they just go there. But no one's connected the dots for them and said, hey, why don't you sit down and study? I've tried that and it doesn't work. They don't sit down and study. Probably because they don't understand what I just said to them. So you have that. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, even over the summer vacation, there's going to be kids coming in summer winter vacation like I, I guarantee those last two weeks the school's going to say well you should be you know give a class on talking so i'll say okay now there's a ta there's a talking class and one or two kids will just show up you know and, and i'll be like okay well what do you want to talk about and then they'll just leave and not come back um the school like i said they love to find things for me to do as pointless and meaningless as it is they just do you know i guess i would too return on investment so it's just uh it's going to be a very strange two months cuz after the uh after the winter camp which is a set formalized thing it's going to kind of probably just be showing up each day and waiting for whatever random thing I'm assigned to or random schedule thing um <clears throat> you also have to I can't the, the one of the things that's that's very sad to me is Korea it Korea hates Japan now and this isn't a hidden thing. They hate Japan. Um, they Japan did some occupying at some point. This is a long time ago. And apparently Koreans don't let go of things. Like, you know, I can't talk openly about my trips to Japan because it creates resentment. Like, like, th like they... They don't like me going to Japan. Um, I don't talk about, uh, you know, anything, really. I try. They know, like, you know, because sometimes they'll question me about it. Like, why do you like Japan so much? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I like the movies. I, I said, I, you know, I'm a black belt in Okinawan style, so I know the culture a lot. I love, 
you know, working samurai swords with Yaido. And they nod, but then they don't want me to, they don't want me to like Japan. They, and it's like one of those things where you're like, oh my god, let it go already. What, you know, okay, yes, maybe they did horrible things. Granted. Who, when was that? Who, do you know anyone that was affected by that? Like, I, you know, it'd be like me saying, oh, you know, yeah, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, so I hate Japan. Well, well you know, what? Like, you know, it hurts your head. Like, even the Jap- the, the Korean teacher who teaches Japanese asked me why I like Japan so much, and I'm like, um, huh? And he, he, you could tell he wanted me to say I hate Japan. Like, it was one of those things where I'm like, what, really? Like, <laughs> you teach Japan and you're asking that? Because he said that he had visited Japan and... He he said they're um, they're mean they're like mean spirited people which I I know they're not um you know they're I've had nothing but good experiences in Japan which we all know from my blog but I've also had a lot of good experiences from Korea um it, it's one of those things where I'm like wh- why would you even say that to me like but whatever so I'm going to be a closet um, weeaboo. Which is the, the I'm not a weeaboo. Um, that's like the, the derogatory term for a white uh, a white um, person that loves Japan and wants to be a Japanese person. I do like the culture and I do uh, have a lot of, of good things and a good experiences with it. But you know, I'm not like the anime nerd guy. Nothing wrong with VR. That's cool, but whatever. So, okay, I I like how I said I'm not going to do a show and I'm at 25 minutes. Okay, listen, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Sorry, I, I, I probably uh, droned on a little too long here, and I might have had a, a re- repeat <laughs> from last show I did, which I'm sorry. I'm going off notes here, and I'm like, uh, did I even do that? I, halfway through my story about the roller derby thing, I'm like, I think they already heard this story. I better, like, cash in my chips quickly and move on, so I hope that that, that didn't hurt your head too much. Um, okay, well, have a safe uh, holidays, uh, holiday season, and um, I will see you all on the other side. Uh, this is Mao, signing off from Korea. Have a good night, y'all. That's right, I said y'all. Report to my bedroom for a private exhibition.
Again, sorry, and I'm messing with the microphone <laughs> here. The little stretchy things are out of place. Ah, can't have the little stretchy things out of place. No. And uh, that that you just heard was attacking forces, empty space. Another one of our Korean bands that Mao has discovered for us. I'll tell you, he's a real discoverer. Yes, he is. <laughs> he he found Asia. Yeah. Wow. I know. That's pretty wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we should have asked him, did he put a flag there? Or would have been nice. Yeah. Although, can you imagine what his flag would have looked like? <laughs> <laughs> Probably have some skulls and some... Like a snake with a skull in its mouth, with, inside the mouth of, a, of like a, a tiger, inside the mouth of a great white shark. Inside the mouth of Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Being held by the tail by Godzilla. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he would. you would have a really messed up flag. You know yeah. that now? Anyway, um, so real quickly, we only have a few minutes left, yeah. but I figured, well, I could throw in a couple of quick stories here. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, we met. We were su- we were all supposed, supposed to, meet to meet at Disney, but uh, cat, long story the, short, the cat, the, the 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 stray kitten derailed. Oh, that's me. right, right. That's what happened there. Yeah. Um, and John goes up to his family for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And my brother, sister-in-law, and the two kids go up to her family every other year. And this was that year that they're up there, or were up there. So basically, it was me and my parents. And that's it. So, so you, got play, you got to play only child. Exactly. Oh, sweet. Just like the old days. <laughs> um, so we were going to 
go to Disney. Mm-hmm. My parents managed to get tickets from their neighbors every other year. Uh-huh. Actually, I think every year. But a um, couple of years ago, two years ago, my father and I went to Disney and we met you guys. Yeah. During the day, and then my mother joined us in the evening, and all of us went and ate at Germany. Before the, the pavilion, not the country. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a long trip yeah. from Epcot. Which was good. Yeah, but, it was. But this year, my, my mother said, you know what, that's just way too much trouble. Yeah. Especially just for dinner. Because she can't, she can't walk that so much anymore. Get, yeah. And she said, and... And last year we got her a wheelchair just so that she wouldn't have to do all that walking. She said, you know, those are not that comfortable either. Okay. So she said, "Not a no big deal. My father was going to come and he was going to walk around. And then he decided not to so that John and I would each have a ticket for some time during the year, which I thought was really nice. Really nice. Of them, kind yeah. of a, an extra Christmas present. So anyway, so I met um, Sally the Beer Wench. And Mao's parents over at Epcot. And we spent the entire day together, and it was really nice. We had a good time. Um, started in Epcot. We went out the back exit, walked around. No. So these are hopper passes that you've got, yeah. too, which is even better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. Actually, what happens is our neighbor, or our neighbor, my parents' neighbor, next-door mm-hmm. neighbor that they're friendly with, he works at Disney. Mm-hmm. So he gets, you know, his his whatever deals they get. Know. But he also sings in the um pr- not procession of lights, the proce- the the uh, Christmas proce- the the holiday processional. Yeah, whatever that's called. It's a it's something processional. Right. And he sings in that along with, you know, lots Volunteers. of other people. And for each time he sings, he gets a pass. Yeah, cuz that's how Disney does things with the volunteers. That's the tra- that's what they, you know, for those kinds of things they don't want to hire people. Right. For something that they only do seasonally. And so. a park hopper, that's worth that's a pretty, pretty good yeah. amount of money. A, and they do the same thing for the Star Wars weekends. And, like, when I was when I did was a pirate for the launch of the Disney Dream, right. passes for that, too, which yeah. is pretty sweet. It's cool. It's a, it's a good trade-off. It's, you know, and if you think about it, if they paid you... It wouldn't be nearly the value. It wouldn't be the value. Plus, they'd have to probably declare it and yeah. send you a tax form and all a, this. Because a park hopper pass is worth about $125 yeah. for one-day so hopper. Pretty, so. pretty darn nice that he gave my parents three of them. Yeah. But anyway, so met them there, did Epcot, went out the back exit of Epcot to the Yacht Club, uh, the yes. first one you get yes, to. Yes, I believe that's the first one. And um, Sally the Beer Wench turned me on to Finding Hidden Mickeys. Hmm. She has a book, and we walked all over that hotel and looking for all these hidden Mickeys all over the place, and it was very cool. It gave a like a fresh perspective on everything. Yeah. Because it makes you look at everything in much greater detail. Exactly. And I've seen all these places so many times before, and it's become, you don't see it anymore. Yeah. But by looking for these things, it's, you're actually paying attention to what's going on. So it was really cool. From there, we went to, um, Disney Studios, formerly MGM, um, and saw the Osborne Lights, lights, which was very cool. We yeah, we were there for is. probably about an hour. I didn't think that 
you could do that. Just stand there and look at Christmas lights. But they lights. do the music, and it's yeah. all themed to the music. And, and walking and, around and yeah. stuff. It was very cool. Had a great time. We were planning on going to um, Magic Kingdom after that, but we never made it. It mm. was We just spent the time doing that. Cool. And Christmas Day itself, my parents and I went and ate at a uh, hotel on International Drive that they go to all the time with a huge, big holiday buffet so that was really nice. Food was great. And then we, now moving on to New, New Year's, Year's Eve, yeah. we got together. We, we went we've been eight. talking. Like every, like every year we always kind of have a lame New Year's. Like we yeah. kind of hang out and just and we all know sit it. there. And then it gets to midnight and it's like, oh, thank God, we can all go home and go to bed now. That's what it, we're waiting it's for. Like, it's almost like we're waiting to die. Or <laughs> we're waiting to fall. We're waiting to go to sleep. And it's like... And this year, you were like, I don't want to do that. I want to actually have do to something. do something. So we sat around trying to figure out what to do and came up with basically nothing. So <laughs> but but so at we the very felt, least, we were going to go out to dinner. Yes. And at the last, we ended up pulling, stringing together the most bizarre New Year's Eve evening. Yes, it was, so, actually. So uh, I, I, how about you start, and I'll, I'll talk about what the okay. brief after dinner, and then we'll go Well, there. I had suggested an Italian restaurant that we've been, that... John and I have well, been to originally. Uh, Sally the beer winch wanted to do rumbas, but that's right. I forgot about that. Which was no, this, and not we were. That yeah, was the original restaurant. plan. But when we the day day of, we actually called and they didn't have any seating available before nine p.m. Right, exactly. So it turns out silly us. We should have made a reservation. Yeah, we, we knew. knew. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a restaurant, a regular restaurant. It's not like a fancy something that you they, need have reservations. You, have you ever been there, though? Because they are, yeah. are kind of busy, though. They I mean, are. But, but see, but yeah. I don't think... I don't go to a place that requires reservations, reservations ever. Yeah. So, it And I would never, and on a normal night, I mean, it's hard to park there, but I never would think to get a reservation to eat there, because most of those people are there for the bar. And, yeah, really. Yeah. Um... But anyway, so then we changed it to, we were going to go to the Italian place, Johnny's, that, that is really good food. We get there, and it was, uh, I'm sorry, I have to actually say it out loud. Sorry, I, I need, I yeah. passed gas. Wow. I farted, and it's awful, and it's, I'm sorry, you need to leave the room. That's all right. I will it'll, in a minute. It'll pass. I'll talk fast so that I can leave. No, it's all right. Um. I'm not going to make you leave. <laughs> Stick your head out the window. <laughs> I'm sorry. This <laughs> is funny, though, because you turn on the fan, and I'm like, what? And you're like, I thought, well, yeah, I did a little stuff in here, and then suddenly I did Yeah, it. I'm sorry. It's all right. I mean, a fart is one thing, but this is nasty. <laughs> this is like raw sewage. I'm sorry. So, anyway, so uh, speaking of dinner. Yeah, hour-long wait. We said, what else is around? And um, my friends, Sean and It was Jen, at least an hour-long wait, because yeah. the par- size of our party, they were basically like, we only eight have... eight of us. They go, we have two parties of your size waiting, still waiting to be seated. And, yeah. so, and only two p- tables to seat see, them. Yeah, so... So we, uh, Sean and Jen. She, Jen looked up um, what other restaurants in the in the area that have good reviews, mm-hmm. and we found a little English pub, and we went there. It's called Grindhouse, right around the corner from Mimi Bun and I. Too. Yeah, we've lived there for like almost two years, and and the never food been. was fantastic. And they had the best of all. They had space for us. Yeah, right in, right down, da- right. Because Seated. We showed up at six thirty, which was right after their New Year's party. That's right, because they, you know, are six years, six hours ahead. Yeah. So, 
I got to try like a Cornish pasty, which was great, a little like meat and vegetable pie almost or, yeah, or like pastry. Pastry, yeah. I got an English sampler plate which had scotch eggs and um sausage puffs or something and fries or chips with brown gravy and John got a steak sandwich and it was literally a piece of steak you Chopped know up. cut up it wasn't so like that it was easier to eat but it wasn't it was like a steak. A, but it wasn't like chopped beef or no, it wasn't, it wasn't, or wasn't like um, yeah um what else uh, I had fish a, and chips yeah and i had the uh the steak in our the steak in uh, guinness pie right comes in a flaky crusted thing which was guinness gravy just yeah. Really good. Oh, yeah. We we were all really happy with it. Then we went and played miniature golf. Yeah. <laughs> then we came back to Sally's Beer Wench's place and we played, played apples, apples to Apples, which is a little board game. No board. Oh, just yeah, card just game. a card game. But it, anyway, yeah. a fun game. Yeah. And then we went and went down to the... We were going to go down to the beach. Yeah, we were going to go down to St. Pete to watch fireworks, but it got to be too late. We weren't going to make it in time, so we went to this, like, real unincorporated cause. Just to just to let you know, John said next year uh-huh. we have to go to St. Pete because it's not just stand around and watch fireworks. There were people selling things and, and stuff going on. Well, I know there was, like, stuff going on all evening. But I, I didn't know like, that. All day, yeah. I would have pushed more, but I thought it was, you know, come on and stand in this field oh, and yeah. watch the fireworks. Anyway, so we we basically, technically it's a beach, but it's the dirt before you get on the causeway. It's a, it's a hillbilly sand. beach. Yeah, exactly. As and evidenced by what was going on when we got yeah, there. Exactly. So, I mean, basically, the fireworks that we saw were like 180 degrees around us and way off. So, so we saw little fireworks all around, but it was still kind of cool to see that. Yeah, plus we, there were people on the beach with, who had bought very expensive mortar ones, or, for whatever reason, that probably put a few hundred dollars into it each. Yeah. So they weren't big, I mean, they were big for, like, light-it-yourself ones. They yeah. weren't big, but the fact that they were, like, 20 feet away from us... Yeah, it was, it was cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, we had a good time. Yes. And we didn't just lay around and wait. So, uh, yeah, exactly. It was an event-filled... And I have to leave right now because and you don't want that to happen again. Yes. So I'm in with no name. And I'm Promi. And, and Chapel uh, Little uh, Bunchdorks.com. Bye. Bye. Sorry. And thank you, Mal, yeah. for your segment. Sorry, thanks, Mal. We look forward to you coming back soon, buddy. Countdown.